Welcome back to DQP Does, Drafty Quarters Podcast Network movie review show where we sure as fuck cannot run up that hill in less than two minutes. With me this <laughs> evening is my co-host, Russell. I don't remember how to do it. And then I regretted doing it. (laughs) We we also have special guest Mike. Hey. Hey. Uh, We are continuing our summer of sports or spummer. (laughs) Spummer. <laughs> Spummer. <laughs> better than anything Dave could have come up with. Uh, it feels very on brand. <laughs> I have a headache already. It, it sounds like if what you have like fuck? a dirty stain on your clothes. <laughs> oh, no. And by dirty, I mean dirty. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, like sperm sweat yeah, stain. Like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> A little summer spunk. <laughs> wow. Sorry I had to run it for you. <laughs> That's how my brain works. <laughs> oh, holy summer, shit. <laughs> summer of spunk. Nope. Sports. Sports. Uh, we're continuing that with Hustle. Came out in 2022. It's rated R. It's an hour and 57 minutes. Rated R. Oh, I guess they say fuck a few times. A few times? <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, a few times. Uh, so Adam Sandler plays a uh, scout that works for uh, the 76ers. Yep. And he's looking for the next guy to fill a spot so they can win a championship. And can't find him. Can't find him. Can't find him. Uh, who plays the um, the the GM or the owner before he dies? Duval. 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 Yeah. Uh, so he's like friends with the owner. And, uh, he just can't find anybody and like, they won't, the guys, the rest of the guys in the, that are running the team won't listen to him about his opinions on the guys that he's looked at. Uh, in particular, Duvall's son, uh, won't listen to him. So, uh, they... Basically, we're like, we're drafting this guy. We don't care what you say. He's like, okay, cool. So he walks out. Duvall's like, hey, come here. And he shows him like this uh, assistant assistant coach closet. He's like, I want to make you assistant coach. <laughs> and he's like, oh, man, this is everything I ever wanted. And he like goes home and tells his wife, Queen Latifah. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> right. Uh, this is all, this is true. This is accurate. <laughs> he goes home and tells his wife, Cleveland Latifah, he like finally can stop missing his daughter's birthdays. Uh, cause he's going to have a, a job at home and everything's good. And then he, uh, he gets a phone call that, uh, the owner has died 
Uh, so the son is in charge now. He doesn't get a phone call. It was he on the radio. Hears it on the radio. Oh, he hears first it on time. the radio, and he goes to call yeah. him. Yeah, and he, and he gets an answering machine. Yeah, voicemail. Uh, so he's like, ah, oh, fuck. So then the son's in charge, and the son brings him in, and like after there's like a work, the scene of him like doing a workout with the guys that they have. Uh, he gets called into the office and he's basically like, Hey man, I need you to go back out and be a scout again after like a day <laughs> of you not having to be a scout. Right? Yeah. Uh, and he's like, dick. Oh man, what the fuck? So he goes home and he tells his wife and his wife's like, you should have told him to, to fucking eat your ass <laughs> and he can <laughs> shove those five star hotels up his ass and fuck off. He's like, I can't do that. And she's like, yeah, I know. But you should have. And he's like, well. So he goes, he goes back out scouting, and he can't find anybody. And he goes to Spain, and he's supposed to look at this kid, but the kid's injured, and, like, they don't tell him until he's, like, outside the fucking arena where they're supposed to be playing. And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> he's like, you know yeah. what? Fuck this. I'm not even going in. You guys got anywhere that I could go, like, shoot some hoops? They're like, oh yeah, there's a fucking concrete court down there. Fuck off. <laughs> so he fucks off down that way, and there's a bunch of people <laughs> like watching some people play street ball. So he goes and he watches, and there's this fucking like twenty foot tall kid. He's not twenty foot tall. He's probably like six ten or seven foot maybe. But this huge kid. And he can defend and he can shoot and he can do everything. And he's like, holy shit, this kid's amazing. I hope he's under 22. And tries to talk to the kid. <laughs> he uses a fucking Google oh Translate. <laughs> he uses Google Translate to be like, to tell him that he's special and stuff. And it You're just makes a fantasy us, for me. <laughs> fantasy for me. It just makes it sound like he's coming on to him. He's like, what the fuck? Get away from me. So he gets off the bus and he's like, no, oh God, that came off wrong, didn't it? So he follows this guy home and almost gets fucking knocked out with a, a two by four or something. And then he explains who he is and why he's there. So they invite him in and it's like the guy, his mom and his daughter. Um, the fuck is the guy's name? Bo, right? Yeah. yeah. Bo Cruz. Bo Cruz. The cruise missile. Huh? Juancho Hernan Gomez. Yeah. I met in the movie. Yeah. But yeah. That's who he's played by. Uh, so, I mean, it goes through like him trying to recruit this guy and like the guy's into it. But the 76ers, like the owner who's played by Ben Foster, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Vince. Vince is a piece of shit and has just been, I don't know what his fucking problem is, <laughs> but he's like, I don't fucking trust you. He's I don't a fucking twerp. Uh, he's a tool, man. <laughs> uh, I used that one in a while. Yeah. Twerp. That's interesting. Um, but, uh, he just like, won't listen to, to Adam Sandler's character. So he's like, yeah, nah, we're going to bring this other guy in that we already told you, and you told us wasn't going to work, but we told you that we're going to get, so don't worry about that guy. So, uh, what the fuck is Adam Sandler's character's name? 
Stanley. Stanley Sugarman. Yeah. So Stan is like, nah, you're fucking wrong. So he brings Bo over on his own money and is trying to get him. He puts him up in a hotel and Bo keeps like eating all the fucking uh, room service and uh, mini bar shit and watching <laughs> porn, watching porn, like renting porn. He's like, dude, you got to stop that. And he's like, what? It's not a big deal. It's on the Sixers. Yeah. He gets like five Philly cheesesteaks. And takes a bite, <laughs> out, takes of each a bite out of each one. They are all different flavors. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I won't get fat if I don't eat the whole thing. He's like, that's not how that works. <laughs> uh, um, Pringles. He eats one chip out of each one. Yeah, they're not that good. <laughs> um, but he's trying to get this kid ready. And, you know, he takes him to... Uh, well, when they come in the country, they f- he finds out that he has an aggravated assault charge yeah. from Spain. And he, like, almost had to get him sent home. But the 76ers uh, attorney showed up and got him into the country. Mm-hmm. Um, he tells him to keep... Stan tells the attorney to keep it between them. And he doesn't because he's an attorney and he can't do that. <laughs> he works for the 76ers. Uh so Vince finds out and he's like, basically like, you know, you can't, you can't do this. And, uh, Stan gets him a workout and it doesn't go well. Uh, he doesn't look good against this kid. That's going to be like the number two pick Kermit Kermit. <laughs> Ugh, what a terrible name. Um, so he doesn't look good, and in this like little uh, little um, whoa exhibition game scrimmage scrimmage. I was gonna say skirmish, and like I'm like that's not the right <laughs> word. Uh, so Vince is basically like, oh man, you must be washed up. This kid is terrible, and that's when. Stan tells him to shove it up his ass. <laughs> uh, and he asks um, his friend, who's an agent, to get him, get uh, Bo into the combine. So he's trying to get him into the combine, and Stan's getting him ready for the combine, which is where the, the Rocky stuff comes in. Because they're in Philly, and they're working out. It's a workout that's like a fucking training montage in Philly. You gotta talk about Rocky. So they, they do. There's a couple of Rocky jokes. Um, and they get close, you know, personally. Um, and uh, they get to the Combine... And he's like starting to get kind of depressed because he hasn't been, he hasn't seen his daughter in like, like six or seven weeks or something like that by this time. Uh, so Stan brings, uh, his mom and his daughter over. So his mom and his daughter are there for the, uh, combine and Kermit's there too. And of course he's up against Kermit. Uh, and Kermit's just like a shit talker. And, like, a really, like, douchey shit talker. Mm-hmm. Not just, like, a normal shit talker. Like, you fucking suck, bro. Yeah. He's like, 
He went straight for the family. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to fuck your mom. <laughs> like, <we're> like <laughs> does, your, does your daughter need a real man to be her stepdad and uh, shit like that? Where's her mom? Yeah. And like, you know, the guy had an assault charge. And you know what that assault charge was about? It was about his ex-girlfriend, his baby mama's boyfriend. He went to talk to him. And it did not go well. Uh... So he's got a little bit of a anger problem, mm-hmm. and he almost fucking punches this dude. Like he knocks him down, not like with a punch. He just like kind of pushes him down. Yeah, and then he almost fucking punches him, and everybody sees it. It's on TV. Yeah, and everybody's like, "Oh no, <laughs> we don't need that." Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he walks out and stands like, "Ah oh, man, I'm fucked." Uh. So they're basically getting ready to send him home, and then his agent friend comes through with another possible game uh, showcase thing. And uh, so they go and do that, and he does really well. Kermit's there again, because Kermit's a fucking cockroach. Uh, <laughs> Kermit the cockroach. Yeah, but he doesn't <laughs> listen to him this time, and he, he beats him, because it's a feel-good movie. Um, and so, you know, he goes to the draft and he, but he doesn't get drafted by the 76ers because I don't know. Cause they didn't draft him. Yeah. Cause they drafted Haas still for some reason, but Stanley gets a job as a actual assistant coach under doc rivers at the 76ers because uh, Vince was a fucking idiot and didn't even la- like last an off season as the GM. <laughs> and his sister took over because yeah. he's an idiot. Made a mess. Um, and Bo gets drafted by the Celtics, and you see that at the end, like they're gonna play each other in a game. And Stan goes and talks to uh Bo Bo, and they have a nice moment, and then. Game starts, and that's the end of the movie. That was a pretty quick synopsis. Yeah. I missed... There's one part that tags on to that ending that I thought was really sweet, and I liked it a lot. Um, Bo has a bunch of tattoos, and Stan's daughter asks him what, at one point what one of his tattoos is. Because yeah. he has this little tiny chick Oh yeah, on his, like arm or stomach or something. Uh-huh. I don't remember where it is. It's like right near his is elbow. Is it like down on his elbow? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, Cause he had his shirt off at the time, which is why she was looking at him. Mm-hmm. Cause she was like, holy shit. Uh, <laughs> but uh, he's like, oh yeah, that's for my daughter. Like this whole arm and like all this stuff that's for my, my mom and my daughter. And he points to his other arm, which has nothing on it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, this is for my dad. <laughs> yeah, because his dad left. Yeah. Uh, uh, in his mom's words, she left with that whore, or he left with that whore. <laughs> um. So then, at the end of the movie, he has like a tree of life on yeah. that arm with a quote from Stanley on it, so on his dad arm. Never back down. Yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's super sweet. Uh, I don't know. I really like this movie. 
I did too. It's pretty yeah. good. I thought it was pretty good. There's also a fucking ton of people in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like actors and athletes. Yeah. Dr. J. Yeah. I mean, like everyone. Uh, we talked about it a little bit on the, the weekly, but uh, we watched that and one documentary and some of the guys yeah. that were uh sponsored by an one became like famous street ballers yeah and some of those guys were in the in it i recognize the professor um who was there were other ones though uh but like kenny smith was the uh was leon the uh agent um Anthony Edwards was Kermit. Robert Duvall was in it. Um, let's see. Oh, Julia White was one of the one of the guys in the front office. Did you notice that? I didn't. Yeah. Uh, but Boban uh, Marjanovic was the big Serbian, the guy that was like, "I'm 22." Like, how old are you? Your son? How old's your son? Ten. Ten. <laughs> so you had him when you were twelve. Yeah, and his son's like also seven foot yeah. tall. I looked him up. He's like seven foot seven or something. Yeah, he's Jeez. fucking. He's huge, huge. Yeah. So Dr. J, uh, Matisse, Tybal, Tobias Harris. These are a lot of younger players. Uh, Doc Rivers, Dirk Nowitzki. Just like tons. Oh, Tobias was one of the street ballers, wasn't he? Yeah. Was Tobias Harris? I don't know. He was like the only one that kind of gave him like a run uh, for his money there. <laughs> Trey Young, Allen Iverson was like a sort of in it. Fat Joe was sort of in it. Yeah. Iverson was doing the yeah, AI reports. Like Shaq. Okay. Barkley. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, Lonnie Harrell, Harrell, uh, is a prime objective. He was a street baller guy. Larry Williams is a bone collector. Uh, Wiley Dixon was main event. Uh, Grayson Boucher was the professor. Ty Tanner. There you go. Lethal shooter. Like there was like six of those fucking guys that were from the end one thing. Yeah. But I mean, like street ball was a big part of the of the movie. Oh, there's like a whole part where he's trying to get into the combine that I skipped over, I guess, where he does like the street ball, like the boa, the boa challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Basically, like, we'll give you 50 bucks if you can hit the rim one on one, a hundred if you make it and then a thousand if you can beat him one on one in 21. And, like, nobody, like, there was, like, two people that hit the rim or something, and, like, one guy that made a few baskets, but he didn't beat him. Yeah. Yeah. That was the Tobias guy. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. um, I think the acting was all pretty good. I mean, some of the athletes aren't amazing, but, like, they were in situations where they're just doing the thing that they already do. Yeah. So, it's usually not bad. Um. Yeah, I, I really like Adam Sandler as an as a actual actor, like not as just Adam Sandler right. in funny movies. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. Um 
I like him a lot in this in particular. He still had a few moments where he got to be like the super angry screaming guy, which mm. was cool, but it's not <laughs> like it, it wasn't like Uncut Gems where it's the whole fucking movie. <laughs> I still haven't watched that. Don't. I liked it. I hated it. It's very intense. A lot of people <laughs> did like it. He did. I think he won like some awards and stuff for it, but he didn't win an Oscar. Oh, maybe he was just nominated. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't like it because that scene where he's screaming into the telephone yeah. is the entire movie. I'm like, I'd watch that. So that's <laughs> that's fine know. for some people. I was very annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> and the sound design on the movie, I, I couldn't stand that either. Mm. Like it makes it makes sense because like when you're walking through a New York City, like the streets would be super no- noisy. Yeah. But like in the movie, I want to hear what the character saying that I'm having to scream at the top of his lungs. Yeah. But yeah. Dude. Anyway. Fucking <laughs> Nathan was watching Accepted. Do you remember that movie? Yeah. Vaguely. Uh there's a scene like at a party where there's just like, you know, a band playing. Yeah. Just super loud music. And then like the characters start to talk and it's just like no music at all. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh and they're just talking. They're not like, hey, <laughs> why don't we go over here so we can talk? Yeah. So that's, that's my biggest pet peeve when I'm like watching a band and someone starts trying to talk to me. Cause like, I, I can't hear people anyway when there's not music playing. Right. Like I definitely <laughs> can't hear them. Yeah, and if, there if is. it's like an act, like a if you're like actually trying to watch the band, then like why yeah. would no shut up, leave me alone. Yeah. In most cases, just leave me alone. Yeah, I know you have a thing <laughs> now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I thought it was a good movie. Yeah. I liked this movie. All right, we're going down to the trivia corner. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, I thought it was like, so it does remind me, so when, when we talked about doing the movie, I, I was like, so it's just above the rim. Yeah. And I mean, it is, but it's also like, I don't know, it is a different movie, but it's a lot of the same premise as the above the rim movie. So that was interesting, but it does have like an entirely different feel to it. And it is like, I thought it was a good movie. Um, I actually really liked the chemistry between Adam Sandler and Queen Latifah. Yeah. This is like the only thing I've ever liked Queen Latifah in. Oh, really? I hate her. Oh, I usually love her. (laughs) All right. I don't know. I just do. I used to watch that sitcom with her in it. Sounds terrible. Fuck, what was it? I can't think what it was called. I don't know. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Good stuff, guys. (laughs) Yeah. Like the chemistry between Adam Sandler and Queen Latifah. (laughs) Do some Um, rough editing. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's like a decent amount of depth to the movie, but it's it's all it's not like subtextual. It's all like right there in front of you. Yeah, it's like the relationships that people built, and like we already talked about, like him and Bo, like 
getting like becoming like friends and like him yeah. being almost a father figure and yeah. like yeah. them working each other through some fucked up shit that happened to them. Cause like, you know, we talked about Bo having the thing with his, uh, baby mama's, uh, boyfriend. Um, but we didn't talk about the thing that like, uh, Stanley did in his past that like kind of fucked up his life. Cause he did, had like a drunk driving thing where yeah. he like, Almost got his friend Leon killed, but he like ruined his career both like physically and like by going to jail and yeah, having by, a drunk driving record. Yeah. yeah. And by saving Leon, because like the way he describes it is like that's how his, his hand, hand got gets fucked up. Fucked yeah. up because he like stops Leon from flying out the window. Yeah. But he like cost the team the, the NCAA championship. He like couldn't play basketball anymore. He like was in jail for six months. Yeah. You know, but like they kind of work each other through that a little bit, you know, kind of redemption y story ish kind of stuff going on. Yeah. Everyone loves a good redemption story. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot going on. Like, yeah, it's there. There is. There's a lot of character dynamics. Um, I think Ben Foster does a great job playing a twerp. <laughs> yeah. Is that the right word? I think so. It's not the wrong word. <laughs> like, he's, he's fucking acts like a child. You're and... going to Google twerp? <laughs> I am going to Google twerp. <laughs> the etymology of twerp? I mean, I guess he f- f- fits a silly or annoying person. Oh, is that what it means? Silly or annoying? Mm-hmm. I thought it was just like a synonym for brat. It's kind of a... Just a bratty little shit. He's a fucking cocksucker is what he is. He's a twerp. (laughs) Who looks up is twerp a cuss word? (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) Fucking like six-year-olds on Google like, can I say twerp in front of my mom? Depends on how Christian your household is. Yeah, Yeah, it's not a cuss word, but (laughs) they might still be mad at you just because your parents are fucking sheltered. Swear words aren't real. Synonym or similar words. Uh, Miriam's is like weird. Because they do this, the synonyms and similar words, they do like by relevance, like the closer it is and then the Mm. further it is, but they're color coded. So the most closely related would be dwarf. <laughs> dwarf. Nobody. Cipher, mm-hmm. insect, lightweight, shrimp, or whippersnapper. <laughs> <laughs> what? None of those are the same thing. No. Less related would be pygmy, nothing, puppet, pipsqueak, half pint, pygmy, I already had pygmy. That's a different spelling. (laughs) Zero, non-entity, number, morsel, inferior, zilch, nullity, or snipper snapper. (laughs) (laughs) A whipper snapper. (laughs) Snipper snapper. What the fuck is snipper snapper? Also, I think pygmy is a slur. Right? Oh. What is a snipper snapper? Person of no importance or influence. Okay. Welcome to Words with Shane. You lint oh. liquor. <laughs> Pygmy 
Pygmy is not a... I mean, I'm sure it could be used as a slur. But as in diminutive of a size less than average. Jesus Christ, how long are you going to spend on this? I don't know, until you guys start talking about something interesting. Basketball, am I right? Look, man, you can't just break out lint liquor unprompted. It wasn't unprompted. I said snipper snapper. Snipper snapper and pygmies and... Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna cry over whippersnapper and snippersnapper. <laughs> snippersnapper sounds way dirtier than whippersnapper. Oh, snippersnapper over there. <laughs> all right. Um, now we're all uncomfortable. I guess what, took a what, weird turn. Talk about the movie, Mike. <laughs> uh, basketball. Did you like the dribbling parts? Oh, yeah. There's some real good dribbling. All right. We're going to go down the court. Some to shooty the, hoops. To <laughs> trivia. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ball. We liked the movie, guys. We can't talk about it. Ball is life. Yeah. Uh, the original plot said... I'm really going down to the trivia corner. We're shooting some <laughs> free throws now. I don't know what else to talk about. <laughs> we talked about... The movie's good. Shotwells. <laughs> Uh, there's lots of people in it. Let's get this train rolling. Uh, the original plot description said that Adam Sandler's main character finds a phenomenal streetball player while in China. According to an interview with Dan Patrick, Adam Sandler stated that due to pressure from Netflix, which as of the development of this movie did not do business in China, the location was changed to Mallorca, Spain. Surprise. Yeah. Uh, Juancho uh, Hernan Gomez wa- has played in the NBA since 2016, suiting up for several teams, including the Celtics, where he appeared in 18 games from 2021 to 2022. That Wait, was interesting. He's actually a basketball player? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's neat. Hey, I got one. Fuck you, Dave. Well, you didn't preface it with... You're trying to get us to say, ooh, neat. Yeah, I was trying to get in here because we were dying outside. Uh, <laughs> uh, outside the corner <laughs> was silence and death. <laughs> silence, death, and twerps. <laughs> Snipper snappers. Uh when Stan gets Bo to train with the pro Spanish players the players are real past and present members of Spain's national team and the NBA Jose Calderon uh, Alex Abrines uh, Felipe Reyes Pierre Oriola and Willie Hernan Gomez Mancho's brother in real life so is the coach Sergio Scariolo who just led Spain to win the Eurobasket 2022 Uh, ironically, we're going to find out if this is actually ironic or not, because people like to say Uh, ironically a lot. mm -hmm. Uh, Juancho Hernan Gomez and Anthony Edwards, who played Kermit, uh, played together for the Minnesota Timberwolves during the 2021, 20 or 2020 to 2021 NBA season. Is that ironic? It would be ironic if they were friends. Yeah. Just because they played on the same team, maybe he really, they really don't like each other. Like, hey, you know how you suck? Let's yeah. show that in a movie. 
Uh, wow. They just like to tell us who Hernan Gomez plays for now. Uh, <laughs> watch who Hernan Gomez, who played Bo, is a professional basketball player, and he currently plays for the Toronto Raptors. Apparently, yeah. inside the corner is death as well. Like, these, <laughs> these are not great. He also played for teams in Spain. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one might be interesting. So is he not 22? No. No. Then how'd he try out for the combine? It's, it's, it's not real. Oh. It's a movie. We blurred the line. <laughs> what? I think he's like 27 or something now. <laughs> anyway, Adam Sandler is seen wearing a federal donut t-shirt, which is a real Philadelphia restaurant famous for not just their donuts, but also their fried chicken. Federal Donut was also has a location inside the Wells Fargo Center where the 76ers play. Do they put the chicken on the donut? Oh, I mean, if they're famous for donuts and chicken, I feel like it would be a crime if they didn't put the chicken on the donut. I, I think I just teared up a little. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a... that's a, Like, what led them to that name? Like, I thought that was like a fake... A fake restaurant like Adam Sandler made their shirt Philly? for. Federal. I mean, it's the yeah, I birthplace guess of our government. Yeah, that's true. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Unfortunately, Mike is so goddamn unimpressed. Can we get back to the chicken? <laughs> During the training montage, you can see Bo, Wancho Hearn, and Gomez. Please make me say his name every time. Jesus Christ. Wancho. Uh, Wancho. Uh, working with various members of the N1 Ball Access Global Invasion players from 2004. Notably is Grayson Boucher, who gained fame as the professor who taught Bo ball handling, which we talked about that already. Ball handling. Yeah. Ball handling. Very nice. Um, <laughs> Leon, played by former NBA player Kenny Smith, says that Ron Artest, a.k.a. Meta World Peace, I forgot that that happened. Yeah. <laughs> that was a fucking reference. Uh, beat up the whole city of Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> this refers to the Malice at the Palace, a rivalry game between the Pistons and the Pacers in 2004, where Pacers star Ron Artest jumped into the stands to fight someone who threw a beer at him during the fight between Jermaine O'Neal and Ben Wallace. This whole movie is inspired by or inspired all of the untolds. <laughs> That's what I'm getting from this. It had the N1 uh, the N1 guys in it. It talks about Malice at the Palace. It so, didn't talk about the referee though. It didn't. But as, so at some point in time like all the Netflix executives were just like sitting around like guys, what do we do for content? And then the one guy storms in the front doors and he slams his hand down and he looks across the table at everyone and he says one word. He's just like basketball yeah <laughs> you guys remember how in the 90s everything was about basketball let's make everything about basketball yeah that's good shit now, on top and of then that he takes his mask off and it's vince mcmahon <laughs> i remember the other thing i didn't talk about on the weekly that i watched oh netflix has an original sitcom show called blockbuster 
which is about Blockbuster going out of business. Yeah, it's terrible. I didn't know this was a thing. Like, I just watched the first episode the other day. Oh, yeah. But but Netflix, who who put Blockbuster out of business. Yeah, it's pretty brutal, right? <laughs> it's, it's like it's about like, Blockbuster it's going like out of business. Ten years later, going and being <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I forgot about my fucking... Uh, arch nemesis that I killed <laughs> 10 years ago. I'm going to piss on his grave. <laughs> uh, what the fuck? <laughs> you either die the hero <laughs> or live long enough to tell the story of how you were the villain through a terrible 90s style sitcom. Uh, yes. Uh, the airport scene towards the end of uh, was shot in the concourse of the Wells Fargo Center. Okay, so I was kind of disappointed in that that scene because it's like, right? It's like, not nothing happens. He doesn't go get him. Like every movie that has that scene in it, that setup, you're expecting him to go running after him. Yeah, and he just kind of like muddles around through some people, and then they cut to him being in the car. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was weird. That was a very was like, weird cut. I was like, well, okay. I feel like maybe did they shoot that and then they're like, eh, we don't need that. And they cut it. Yeah. They probably didn't. It brought, maybe it would have came off too like bromancy. Or it was also no. like, oh, that you can't do that anymore. That doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Running in an airport. Yeah. Well, like Not in the last like, 2001. No, no, it's it was. Okay, so I want to talk about that for a second. This is a random offshoot, but it'll pad this episode. <laughs> uh, so I fl- the the first time I flew was in two thousand eight. Okay, yeah. and you could totally still do that. Two thousand eight, you could at least in Indianapolis Airport, you could like go inside without a fucking boarding pass. Oh. But then the next time I flew was like 2014, 2015. Mm-hmm. And then it was like fucking lockdown. Oh, I feel like that makes sense, though. Like 13 years for the government to get something done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. I don't know. But everyone's like, yeah. oh, after 2001 fucking airports. I mean, I'm sure there was a change in the airport security. Definitely. But you could still do the, like, don't get on that plane! (laughs) (laughs) At least up up through fucking 2008. (laughs) But anyway. Um, What? (laughs) Has a similar premise to the fictional film Sayonara Davy featured in Sandler's Funny People 2009. (laughs) What? Oh. Hmm. That's kind of amusing. Um, neat. Boom. Got another one. The character refers to Adam Sandler's character as Stan the Man during the first half of the film. Stan the Man is a popular song that was included by Sandler as a tribute to his late father on his 2004 album, Shh, Don't Tell. The song was later played over the end of credits of Sandler's film Grown Ups from 2010. So, like, his character name and somebody calling him Stan the Man was kind of a Homage. Homage to his dad. I guess. Hmm. I feel like we're just drawing parallels. 
there's a lot of really terrible ones here. Like they were stretching for some of this trivia. This is the, I'm going to hit you with some real bad ones right here. All right, let's do it. Uh, during the movie, Bo uses a duffel bag with the real Madrid, uh, crest featured prominently. Okay, cool. Yeah, uh, he's from Spain. Yeah. Pablo is slang in Spain for Euro. Okay. It's the film debut of Juancho Hernan Gomez. Yep. Cool. I feel like that makes sense. <laughs> Bo's necklace has a letter L on it, which stands for Lucia, who is his daughter. Duh. Wow. <laughs> Woo. Thanks for coming down. Neat. <laughs> to, to the shittiest trivia corner since, since the last time Dave was here. Uh. Holy shit. Can we rate this? We I'm going to rate it. We got to stop doing good movies. Oh, my God. What are we at? <laughs> How many minutes are we at? Like 20? Uh, I'm going to say 32 after whatever you cut out. <laughs> cool. We're at 41. All right. We're going to rate this movie. Yeah, let's rate it. Let's rate this, this is going to be a short episode, but it's a good movie. Just go watch yeah. it. Watch just, it. Just got to watch it. I'm going to give it an eight. I think it's a really good movie. It's it's fun. It's heartfelt. Um, but it's not like amazing or anything. So like I would suggest it. Um, as like you know, if somebody's into basketball or into sports movies or just like doesn't have anything else to watch, but it's not amazing. It's not the best movie ever. And the the weird airport scene that we just remembered was terrible. <laughs> like didn't make any sense. But uh, yeah, I mean it's good. It's just not. Wow. Russell. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty much along the same lines. It's not like spectacular. It's not one of the greatest movies I've ever seen, but it is pretty fucking good. Yeah. Um, it's, it's definitely worth watching. It's not something I felt like I wasted my time watching. No. Um, cause it's, it is very heartfelt. You do get some emotions bubbling up to the surface and, you know, I mean, it feels good to watch and like Adam Sandler is entertaining and it is nice to see him out of his usual skin. Um, just like, yeah, I don't know. Still kind of being Adam Sandler, but also like, you know, doing some acting and putting some gravitas behind it. Um, and I'm always into that. Uh, I loved Queen Latifah. And I mean, Bo does, I feel like Bo's acting potential is limited, but yeah, like, I don't. I, I don't know if he's looking for a career as an actor. Yeah, I don't think he cares. So, like, to mm -hmm. to pull this guy off the court and put him in this movie, like, I would give him props for that, though, because I feel like if he doesn't have any other acting experience, like, he did a pretty good job. Like, yeah. he was believable, you know. And I don't know how well I don't know how well he like speaks English, like outside of the film, or if he was like playing up like his accent or anything, but yeah. like he, it was definitely a believable character. Um, and then like the pacing of the movie is pretty good. There's not really any like big quirks. I would just say it's not, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm going to give it an 8.5. Um, <clears throat> just it's solely based on like, it is a good movie and everything's there that needs to be there. Yeah. But it doesn't like reach for the stars. Right. Like it's not anything, it's not necessarily anything special, but it's definitely worth watching. You're not going to feel like you wasted your time. That's what I got. All right. Mike. I am not a sports guy. 
So when you guys asked me if I wanted to do some episodes <laughs> on these months, I was like, uh, well, let's see what we got here. And I was like, well, I'm like, Hustle looks kind of good. I like Adam Sandler. I like some of these more serious roles that he's doing now that he's older. And I think he works really well as a coach, especially. Yeah. Um, I really liked him in this role. I thought the movie was done well. Um, I'm not big on sports, but I played basketball in middle school. Mm. And it was like, hey, guess who's chubby and can't run? Um, <laughs> me. And I still can't. But I could shoot. Yeah. That was about it. Same, man. And I spent uh, most of the time on the bench, but I grew up in the 90s, and basketball was a big thing, and I loved the hell out of Space Jam, so <laughs> so basketball's like one of the only sports that I know. Yeah. I know how it works and shit. Um, but yeah, it's just a good, it's a feel-good, like, underdog story. Yeah. Um, like who doesn't like that? Like it's a good inspirational movie. It does give off the vibe of like the, uh, the one like teacher you had in high school that was also a coach that like didn't know, never learned how to express their feelings, but this movie made them feel stuff. So like today we're watching, remember the Titans. Yeah. (laughs) And then you're going to write what you, how you felt about it so I can figure out my feelings. But <laughs> <laughs> we, all, we didn't even go to the same school. Yeah, we all had that teacher. None <laughs> right. of us went to the same school. Right. And we all watched Remember the Titans in high school. Yeah. Or Hoosiers or both. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's just a good movie. I, uh, I really enjoyed it. It surprised me. That I enjoyed it as much as I did, and it was uh, entertaining the whole time. Um, so I'd give it a nine. All right. Nice. So Hustle got an eight, an eight and a half, and a nine. Next week we are doing, what are we doing? Ford versus Ferrari. Ooh, Ford versus Ferrari. And Mike will be joining us again, I believe, for Raging Bull. Raging Bull. We'll be doing that in a few weeks from now. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode where we continued Spummer. <laughs> God. Our, our summer of sports. Uh, uh, you wouldn't let them have martial arts. No. <laughs> but you're but throwing you spummer, spummer around. <laughs> yeah, I'm throwing Spummer around because it's hilarious. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening find us on all your social media searching drafty quarters productions we're trying to put a lot more stuff out for there out there out for there out there for you folks to look at and be bemused and hypnotized by watch everything multiple times hit like go to every other social media platform and do the same thing i appreciate it you can also find us on patreon Again, searching Directed Quarters Productions. Donate $1 until we can get to 1,000 subscribers so you guys can get some naughty pictures of Dave. Not that naughty. 
Just kind of naughty. Yeah, slightly naughty. Um, Hoping to get him in a loincloth. Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Mike's like, <laughs> I've seen it all. <laughs> okay. I don't know if you want it. <laughs> Somebody out there does. Sorry, Dave. <laughs> uh, email us, draftyq at gmail.com. Uh, any questions, comments, concerns, suggestions for future movies that we should go over? Anyway, that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful time. Goodbye. Bye. I'll say one last inspirational thing to you. They can't kill you if you're already dead. That sounds like a way tougher movie than this one. <laughs>